Hey everyone, welcome back to the channel. In today's episode, I'll be speaking on how you can make yourself a top priority, even when you have a lot of responsibility. The trouble comes when we have these things to take care of, sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves. So my foundation is strategic thinking. Are you being intentional with how you schedule and structure your days. If not, it's not a coincidence that you in your self-care fall to the back burner because with 24 hours in the day, there's much to get done and we all have the same 24 hours. Yet, many humans have created different lives compared to other humans. An extreme example, there are homeless people and then there are free thinkers who have designed a life where they create an income through work that they love. Very different results from the same 24 hours. A game changer for you. This is practical. This is how I really accelerated my growth. Like I was doing okay before and then implementing this structural schedule change allowed me to realize, oh, whoa, your mind works very well in the morning, especially when you're using your mind on an empty stomach, or I don't want to say you're, you're like hungry. You've fueled yourself properly the night before you stay hydrated. And then you have like a light snack after a workout in the morning. For me, I've been loving some salted almonds without seed oils, no oils, just almonds and salt and some grapes, some fruits, light things in the morning. Get yourself that natural glucose to keep you feeling energized, yet don't fill your body to the point where you are using a massive amount of energy to digest your food. Because here's the theme. We have limited energy. I'm going to say that until I'm done here because it's one of the biggest interconnecting themes of life, whether it's your energy that is wasted on distraction, energy squandered on not making decisions, energy wasted on worrying, or energy being used on your digestive system, etc. Just many different ways that you can learn how to get the most out of your limited energy. Same thing when we're speaking of 24 hours in a day, yet one man has a different life than another man. It's because there are degrees of intention and their use of energy. So when we are intentional with our energy, it allows us to do so much more with less. Less is more. What does that mean? What it means, for example, is you have a group of 10 acquaintances. No word acquaintances. Rather, you have a group of three deep connections. Less is more. Those three connections are going to so allow you to harvest way more than the 10 acquaintances because see the 10 acquaintances are very shallow connections reaping a shit harvest while 
the three deep connections, sure, it's a third of the quantity, but the quality is so much deeper. So take note of that, apply that to as many areas of your life as you can. Same theme, four hours of deep, focused, intentional work is so much better than 12 hours of half-ass, half distracted, and aimless work. So <laughs> that's interesting. I was speaking on schedules and I don't think I mentioned what I wanted to say. It is a game changer when you realize when your mind is operating the clearest and then you optimize your schedule in days to work with that time period. For me, empty stomach, high energy, using my mind in the mornings allows for such a massive amount to get done. So what I would love for you to consider trying is maybe move your bedtime up earlier. And what this does is moves your wake up time earlier. What I would say is just do 15 minutes every week or so. I went from waking up at 6 a.m. to waking up at 3 a.m. over a couple month span and game changer, absolute life changer. Like cannot underestimate the power in working when others are asleep, being focused when there are no distractions, much easier to focus when everyone is asleep. So in life, I'm coming to realize it's not about your talent or your gifts. That stuff's important. It's important to work with your natural curiosities and your gifts, but what's much more important is that you are strategic in your training, in your lifestyle. If you connect the dots and realize, wait, if I fuel myself poorly, if I sleep poorly, if I don't build a sturdy foundation for my psychology, my career, and my physical health, you're done for, truly. Those categories are very fundamental basics, cornerstones to a good life. See, you try to build a mansion on a sand foundation, you're done for. But if you have a sturdy concrete foundation when building a monstrous house, I'm pretty sure it's going to do well. Same thing applies to your life. You need to cover the basic pillars of your life before things get fancy. See, this is what money does. It doesn't change you. It brings out what you already are deep within. So if you can upgrade who you are deep within before you get access to massive wealth, you're doing yourself a favor, a big favor. Life is a mind game and the lens that you look through determines the quality of your mind. And there's essentially two routes. We have that fixed mindset, which is stuck. The fixed mindset is sure of itself. It knows that it's right already. Therefore, there's no need to listen to others because the fixed mindset knows. Rather, <laughs> that leads you down a dark path. On the other hand, we have the growth mindset, which is this sort of opportunist. Okay, we have a tough situation. Let's say you feel annoyed. 
whatever caused that feeling doesn't matter. The truth is you're feeling annoyed. And the reality is you have an option. Are you going to sit and dwell in that feeling of annoyance and let it consume and take you over? Hmm, doesn't sound too good to me. Or you can say, hmm, annoyance. I see, I notice you. I feel that annoyance. But you know what? I'm going to choose to recognize that it's there and then to reroute my attention elsewhere. So rather than staying focused on your feeling of annoyance, you notice it and then you choose to go do a healthy action that you know is going to change how you feel. I hope that makes sense. So for example, I'm annoyed, noticed. Now I have a multitude of different habits that I can go to to feel better. Whether it's breath work, meditation, journaling, reading, running, any sort of exercise, cleaning, organizing, having a good conversation, etc. Millions of ways to get back to a better state of being. But you don't get back to a better state of being if you don't have the awareness to recognize that you're in a negative state of mind. So that's interesting. It takes this ability to recognize that you're not feeling the way you would like to feel and knowing, understanding that it's a choice to be attached to how you're feeling right now. See, oh, I'm depressed. I'm very depressed. Life is... Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> or, eh, I don't feel great right now, but I know there are many things that I could do in the next five minutes to start changing that feeling. So you got, you know, Mr. Depressed, and then you got the one who is aware that negative feelings occur, but knows how to get out of them rather than playing the victim game. The second person says, you know, I don't feel like staying in this feeling, so I'm going to go get to some action and change how I feel. See, that's powerful. You're in control of how you feel, but many people aren't aware of the fact that they have that power. So they give the power away to others through outsourcing their emotions. When <laughs> I used to watch a lot of football, big Patriots fan, and Thankfully, that's a good football team was whatever. <laughs> Point is, I was outsourcing my emotions constantly. And then I came to realize, wait, I'm not in control of how I feel when I place my emotional wellness in something external. So then I started saying, wait, how about I just control my internal state? How, how can I do that? And then that's how this whole thing unfolded. It's valuable to know how and when to zoom in and out. And you can look through many different angles. See, for example, let's say you're working on your business. You're very zoomed in. It's, it's detailed. You're building something online using a specific software and you have to learn how to make this software more efficient and connect that software to other things. And essentially you're, you're building something that has many different variables. When I am doing that sort of thing, it's easy to get too zoomed in and then 
to become unaware, to lose that recognition of, oh, I'm feeling blank, I'm feeling this way. But knowing that you have the tendency to get zoomed in, overly zoomed in, and therefore you can fall into a negative state of mind because you're losing that awareness, by knowing your tendency for that whole process to unfold, you are actually raising your awareness by having that understanding of your own tendency. Because, for example, let's say you have something totally surprising. You don't know it's coming. Then it's a huge surprise. But let's say there's an occasion down the road or um, an experience that you know you're going to go through, you just don't know when, but you know you're going to go through it. By having that understanding, you are so much more prepared than the, in the individual who does not know that that experience is coming. Even if you're not aware of what time, when it's specifically going to happen, just by having that, that foreshadowing, you save yourself so much stress. So it's that knowing that when I zoom in, I have the tendency to get very annoyed and frustrated. And that knowing allows me to raise my awareness in the moment and to escape from falling into a negative state of mind for an extended period of time, which is unpleasant. I'm not a fan of that. And it's a big topic for us to become more aware of our our biases, our temptations, and our beliefs and tendencies. So if you want to do this work on yourself, to understand yourself more, well, first, I mean, why would you want to understand yourself more? You're watching this. That means you're on the path a bit. But to make it even more enticing, when you take the time to understand yourself. This allows you to be more centered and to understand others better. And the less that you stress in your experience, the more enjoyable your life becomes. And the more enjoyable your daily moments are, the more you can spread that to others. So see, this is the full circle of, well, why, why do you want to take care of yourself? Because <laughs> if you don't, then you make this world worse, generally. Because if you don't understand yourself, that means you don't understand others. And when you don't understand others, you, you, you create more suffering in this world due to a lack of comprehension of what the truth of reality is. <clears throat> so where I'm headed is we have one situation, two people see one situation from different angles. Those two people see the same situation, yet come away with two different conclusions. This is due to them being on a different understanding of themselves. Let's say one person is at a level where they say, well, reality is 
what reality is. And there's no point in wishing or complaining, wanting it to change because that doesn't help you. But also that person holds this knowing that they're balancing something. What they're balancing is accepting reality for what it is while working on themselves because they know that they can improve. While the other person is just stuck, the other person is just in this complaining victim mindset. They're not working on themselves. They just see reality as sad, unfortunate, upsetting. And that's because they're not working on themselves. See, one person has the balance, work and acceptance, improve and sit with what truly is, while the other just has half of it, which is a negative version of sitting with what is. It's complaining and actually wishing what is wasn't really what it is. And th this is really the difference between humans. If you have the growth mindset where you, <laughs> you're focused on improvement, you're focused on positive things, your life gets better. That's how you see the world. You're going to, if you focus on positive things, you're going to see more positive things in the world. Rather, opposite is true. If you're a complainer, you're going to find things to complain about. It just, that's how reality works. So which one of those would you rather be? It's a choice, totally a choice. See, we do not control the card, the hand we are dealt. What we do control is how we decide to play that hand. So it's up to you. See, every decision that you make is a vote for the person you would like to become. And that means the smallest of decisions, the smallest micro decisions matter. To go to bed, <laughs> that matters. <laughs> what to eat, that matters. What to think, that matters. I could go on. Every decision is important. So get real intentional with where you place your attention, with what you put in your mind and your body, and with how you use your energy. See? <laughs> no, no, I'll stop the rant. There is a difference between surviving and thriving. Those who thrive, they understand the importance of your fundamentals. The fav favorite, not the right word, some of my core pillars are quality sleep, nutrition, exercise, and time management. Quality sleep, it, you have trade-offs, truly. If you sleep poorly, then you live poorly. If your nutrition is not right, your energy levels are not right. If you don't exercise, it's very linked to your energy levels. You also, your mind gets chaotic because when you don't exercise, sleep, or eat the right foods, you're, you become insecure, you become weak, and you, you're probably overweight and, and not looking good either. So see the negative things when you when you stack unhealthy habits oh boy did they really kick up momentum and lastly we have time management this is an interesting one it's it's very important because <laughs> that theme 24 hours in a day yet many people have different quality lives what's the difference yeah 
how they invested their time. See, language is very powerful, and I don't say spend time. My buddy recently he was telling me how he's killing time, and I'm like, I hate that, bro. <laughs> You're saying time is something to be killed, and you know, I'm just. I'm just messing with him. It's not a big deal, but to me, it's a big deal. I'm not gonna be like on on him about that because it's his life. He can do whatever he wants. But I still had to make it known that there's a difference between killing time, spending time, and investing time. And I live on the plane of all I do is invest time. I don't have time to spend or kill. No, <laughs> time's not my enemy. I understand. How temporary this existence is, and why would I be bored? Why would I have to kill time? There's so many things to be done, so much <laughs> intriguing, beautiful, creativity, creative acts that we could do. I just, yeah, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Multiple routes, and every route you take is hard. See. If you're obese, that's challenging. You're out of breath when you walk up the stairs. If you're ripped, that's challenging. I wake up at 3 a.m. every day and lift seven days a week and eat very intentionally. <laughs> But one of those options is, I think, a bit more rewarding than the other. See. You know, I don't, I don't go into details, but when you're obese, it's there's many negatives, and when you're ripped, there's many positives. So, it's a choice, though. I, I don't have a problem if you want to be obese, do what you want to do. Is that the decision I would make? Clearly not. But I have no interest in trying to control others. I think, no, no, everyone, you roll with whatever you would like to do, and. <laughs> This is important. It's easy to get yourself dragged into other people's priorities. In my past, all I wanted to do was please others, to be an individual who was liked, and therefore, fuck my priorities. I, I don't have my priority is to fulfill other people's priorities, <laughs> and that was backwards, truly. Um, that's why I led myself down a miserable route without realizing what I was doing because I didn't have a deeper understanding of psychology and how the world works. And then I came to realize, wait, I was wearing a mask to please other people, and then I attracted the wrong people because I was wearing a mask, not showing people who I really was because I actually didn't even know who I was. Ha! Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> That's so interesting. Like you, this is a quote from Amdas. Many people are simply wearing a costume, and what they do is walk around and ask others, "Is my costume on correctly?" <laughs> I think that one is so good. That's what the majority of mainstream society does. It's like. Yeah, your ego goes through stages of development, and there is that conformist stage. There's a achiever stage.、Um, the conformist stage is when you're trying to fit in. Yeah, and then the achiever stage is when you totally identify yourself with what you have and what you do, and you don't realize that you're actually a human being. You're not a human doing. <laughs> And that's funny. Our culture has that real mixed up.、Um, the materialist ideology it leads you to a meaningless existence. It it leads you down a dark road, and then you know <laughs> you chase this thing, you chase the next thing, the girl, the car, the success, the status, the fame, etc. And then you realize, wait, 
I don't have anything meaningful or fulfilling in my life. <laughs> it's all just shallow games. See, there's a difference. Once you start playing deep games, you, you unlock, you realize, wait, <laughs> this reality is actually much more complicated than I previously thought. And it's a beautiful thing when you come to that realization that, holy shit, wait, all of this is kind of crazy. Like, I love this quote a lot. Um, you should have faith in Christ, Buddha, Allah. Um, who else? Who else? Krishna. Every spiritual teacher, the universe, the universe. You should have faith in all of those creators, those beings, while tying your camel, while being a responsible human. Have faith, but be a responsible human. <laughs> So get your status, get your money, get your girl, but don't be so attached to it because you got to understand that those are just materialistic attachments, like even a relationship with someone. You shouldn't get all of your meaning from a relationship with another being because you're a being yourself. So shouldn't you be capable of getting fulfillment, whether you're with someone or alone? Like, if you don't have a mission that's more important than your relationship, you're kind of um, <laughs> you're kind of really setting yourself up for failure because who knows? You don't control that other person, do you? So if <laughs> and I know I hope I'm not instilling any fear into your relationships, but the bottom line is most relationships are two people being average together, and if you are truly aiming at living a great life. You're going to have to become a great individual first and therefore rely on the law of attraction and that what you put out into this world will bring back that other great being to you. And it, it's not healthy to be attached to any sort of outcome, like the need to get married, the need for anything. It, have it, like have an idea. Cool. work on yourself that's good but if you are totally consumed by your wants desires and attachments you're so strongly hooked by them you're trapped you, you've gained you've had yourself so <laughs> be aware of your deepest desires and figure out a way that you can make working on yourself the most important part of your life once you figure out a, a burn, a reason, a purpose so strong that you realize, wait, my number one mission is just to work on myself and fulfill my potential, then you've unlocked. You're, you're opening the key to the treasure chest right there. A theme that I deeply enjoy is this idea of life being trade-offs. You say yes to one thing, you say no to another. For example, let's say I go to the bar tonight. That means I'm not going to the gym at 3 or that means I'm not waking up at 3 a.m. tomorrow. Trade-off. For me, priorities. Most people got their priorities so confused. So <laughs> do yourself a favor. Here is a assignment. Piece of paper, pen, um, journal. 10 desires that you think you have, like 10 deeper desires, not very surface level ones, but like hidden desires. And then journal, same thing, 
priorities, like big picture priorities, not today, this week, but what is your vision for what is most important to you in your life? I'll list a few of mine. Um, freedom, inner peace, the ability to do what I want when I want, um, education, kindness, wisdom, understanding of others, the ability to be, yeah, centered and peaceful no matter what the external circumstances are. Those are some of my top priorities. And therefore, once you get your priorities clear, you can break down those into daily actions. And therefore, oh, what do I say yes to and no to becomes much clearer. And hey, clarity goes back into energy. If you're having a debate within your mind of, do I go to the bar? Do I go to the bar? <laughs> you're wasting energy. That's energy right there. That pondering of a decision is energy. Energy that could be much better invested. So <laughs> be aware of what things are draining you of energy. And recognize also what habits, activities, places, charge and fuel you. So I'll end off here with this little theme on this topic. Everything in the right balance. See, I love speaking to people, especially my deep close connections. But even those deep close connections, if I were to overdo it and just overdo it, I, I would turn something that fuels me into something that drains me. So balance has to be one of our most important cornerstones to how we structure our lifestyle. So plug, one of the most rewarding things we can do is to understand that we have to do the work ourselves. That being said, I have done thousands of hours of work on myself and now I'm at a point where I know I can help you. If you are looking to speed up your process, to accelerate your growth, to overcome your internal battle, to delete, to eradicate that negative voice inside of your mind, to change it into a, a positive, strengthening mind, I can help you do that. But if you're interested, just check link in description and we can see if we're a potential fit. I very much look forward to connecting with some of you. So I gave you one assignment. Here's a second follow-up. Both, you know, take, you could do both of them in less than 25 minutes. So make a general list of the things that you do and spend time on that are not beneficial to your direction, to your vision. So filter that list down, create a general vision of where you want to go, you can reverse engineer from what you don't want. Break that vision down into core habits. Some of my biggest habits are eating clean, exercising, reading, journaling, listening to podcasts, taking care of my physical space, keeping my areas clean. And there's many other healthy habits. Create a plan for implementing one new habit a month. So a good way to do that would be starting each habit with one minute and then each week you add one more minute. And if you don't do it for a day, well, 
Come on, it's one minute. And let's say you get yourself up to three minutes of a habit after three weeks, or you're even super motivated, you feel good. So you just say, I'm doing 10 minutes instead of three minutes, but then you miss a day, then just go back to one minute. This is how you build the habit. This is the easiest way to build the habit, the one minute rule. And it, it's like, dude, you have so many minutes in a day. If you can't put one minute into building a new habit, you clearly are not prioritizing and not serious about working on yourself. Okay? So that's a decision you make. If you're not serious, you're not serious. I can't make you serious. But what I can do, what I did here with the one minute rule is give you a tool to do the work yourself, a tool, a system, a tactic. That's what, what I'm here to do is give you both some wisdom, but physical, practical strategies, tactics, etc., that will allow you to execute and get yourself where you want to be. And then just a few questions that will help you if you journal about them. What are you doing on a daily basis that is not serving you? Similar to the assignment above, what are your beliefs that are holding you back? For example, if you say, I am this, I am that, I am this, I am that, you're labeling yourself and you are limiting yourself by that label. You're whatever you want to be, dude. Like, and if you don't believe that, you don't believe that. And hey, you can continue to feel the way you do. That's fine. I'm just sharing this with you because I used to label myself and I used to feel much worse than I do now. So I'm at the point where it's like, oh, why not share with others how I made my life much more enjoyable? <laughs> Only listen if you want a much more enjoyable life. And then lastly, what's your strong reason for working on yourself? You know, for me, it started with financial freedom, girls, cars, materialism. Then it transitioned into, wait, psychology is kind of interesting. This is interesting. And then after binging a lot of Jordan Peterson, <laughs> a great man, a great man, I kind of dove deeper and deeper and deeper. And then now I'm at this, eh, I don't even know where I am. I'm just doing the thing. I'm flowing, <laughs> loving life, really. You know, I'm not, I'm, my days aren't perfect. I have moments. I have moments where I'm like, oh, I have to do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> go do this right now. <laughs> and then I just flow again because I, I get out of the anxiety of living in the past or the future. And then I'm just like focused on the task. See, that that's the cheat code to life. If you can just be living in the moment, place your attention on what is directly in front of you right now, your five senses, you lead yourself down a beautiful road because... When have the greatest times of your life been? I would probably say for me, it's been when I'm just in the moment. Playing sports is where it all started for me. That's when I, I was just in the moment. Well, even as a kid, if you think back to being a kid, I don't know about you, but for me, I didn't think much. I was just there present. <laughs> and that's kind of how my life is, is becoming again. Just there, present, enjoying it. And 
that's where I'll leave you right here. Just enjoy your journey. Do you do your best to make this journey pleasant. And please, if you've enjoyed this, it would mean the world to me if you just drop a like, you know, I do this for me. It's nice to, to vent, to express myself. But I also hope that some people like younger Justin will come across these videos and be like, wait, oh my gosh, this is kind of meaningful this is helpful because <laughs> this is what i wish you know my father figure told me when i was younger but yeah i know a lot of you don't have father figures i don't have a father figure well i do jordan peterson i don't have a true father and, and that's totally okay you know um i think it's allowed me to integrate my feminine a lot more and see you can either be, oh, I don't have a dad, or you could be like what I just did, a reframe. One of the most healthy coping mechanisms is reframing. So I shall leave you there. And lastly, please share this with a buddy, a good buddy. Tell him what you enjoyed, what you got out of it, why he should listen to it. And I would love to hear from you. Just tell me your thoughts down below. Appreciate you. Have a great day.